how is everyone doing? And welcome back to Bless Our Mess. Uh, today, I wanted to share uh, the four P's and universal truths of anger. Uh, all too often, I'm meeting with couples in um, private practice, and anger is one of the main topics. You know, uh, one or both of the partners in the relationship. Uh, struggle with anger. And obviously there's going to be some underlying factors that play into that. Maybe there's uh, poor communication, um, reading and assuming by one or both people, defensiveness, criticism, all of that will go back and forth and emotionally flood us um, to the point where we are emotionally compromised. We're yelling, we're screaming, we're, you know, saying hurtful, deliberately hurtful things. and so that made me, you know, think of sharing uh, those four P's with you, the four P's of anger and the universal truths of anger and how they present themselves in a relationship. So the first P is past. Our anger has a past, not, necessary, not necessarily a history, even though it does, but a past, meaning how did you even come to believe, like, think of how you express anger. How, do, how, how does anger show up in your life? How does anger show up with your children, if you have them, a spouse, um, with your coworkers, with maybe your boss, or if you're a business owner, your employees? Really take some time to contemplate, yeah, how does my anger show up? Um, and then we can reflect on the past. Right. Knowing that now, it's like, oh, geez, this is how I react. How did I even come to believe that that is how I should express frustration and anger? Now we're exploring the past. And this kind of taps into a little bit of the social learning theory, where as small children, as we're trying to find ourselves in the world and where we fit and how the world works and how we should interact with others. Uh, social learning theory is basically we observe, learn, and then do, right? So if we observe something and it occurs enough times, we go, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. And so we start to develop that in ourselves. So uh, reflecting back on your past is going to be a huge insight into how you're showing up in the present. Um, You know, for me, uh, my dad would get frustrated really easy um, and would quick to escalate voice. There'd be physical posturing, um, you know, and that was obviously very intimidating as a child. Um, And sure enough, I would recognize as a small child, as I reflect back that that did show up in the, in the same way playing football in at recess in fourth grade and something happened and I got upset and I threw this football at a kid and I had a friend come over to me at the end of that and he goes, Hey, like, why are you so angry all the time? It didn't even dawn on me, you know? And so, but that was again, an observed thing. When I get angry, you'd let it out, right? You express it. So Take some time, reflect on the past. How did you even come to learn that that is how you should express your anger? The next P is purpose. 
really examine the purpose of your anger, you know, and that one's very difficult. When I ask clients that I'm working with, hey, what is the purpose of this anger? They're like, oh, it doesn't have a purpose. I'm like, no, it does. Let's, let's explore that. Let's have a conversation around what do you think, right? The anger will get you. What is the purpose of it? You know? And so as we start to talk about it, maybe a parent is getting upset with the child. The purpose is to get the child to listen and to some degree form some compliance to the request of the parent. Uh, same goes with maybe anger presenting itself within a marital relationship. Well, what's the purpose of that? To get the other person to hear me. So in those contexts, that person expressing the anger, they don't feel sufficiently heard or understood. And so that becomes frustrating. That then builds up those emotions until they're emotionally compromised and they're acting out in anger. So take some time and reflect on uh, the purpose of your anger. So as you look at the past, right, this is how um, I came to believe I should express anger. That purpose is going to tie directly into that because the past, again, like whoever you were observing that was expressing anger, it caught your attention, right? And so you learned, oh, there's the purpose behind it. I start paying a little bit more attention. So if I do that, I can get the attention of others or whatever, right? So it will be unique to every person. Um, and so just take some time to reflect on, yeah, what is the purpose? The next P, the third P is pattern. What is the pattern of my anger? Um, Maybe that is a parent who will give prompts to their children to do something like, hey, it's bedtime, right? And you're nice and calm, you know, the first time, hey, it's bedtime, you know, and the next time it's like, hey, please get ready for bed, right? And the pattern is, is you start out nice and calm and you try to be controlled. And each time you make the request that, um, that they do the thing that you're asking them to do, chores, bedtime, homework, whatever. The pattern is I start out calm. And then after the hundredth time of asking, I just lose it, right? I snap and I start yelling. And then once it's all, you know, once the dust is settled, I hear this often. I just feel like crap. You know, I handled myself in this way and I just don't feel good about it. You know, I wanted it to go well when I was handling it well, right? So take a look at the pattern, how it shows up. Um, it, and again, it's going to be these small, low level annoyances, frustrations. Because if we look at anger, it's on like a spectrum, it's on a scale. Uh, low level anger is going to be irritation, annoyance, frustration, all the way up to you know, leading up to, I'm upset, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm furious, I'm enraged, right? So we see it progressing along this scale. So the key to the pattern is try to identify the low, those low level anger, um, and that'll help you see the progression of the anger, right? When these things are going on, when I'm irritated and frustrated, if they continue, I know I'm going to get to the point where I'm acting in such a way that I will regret it in one way or another. Okay. So we've got past, we've got purpose, 
we have pattern. And the fourth P is payoff. What is the payoff of your anger? Now, I have a lot of clients go, well, Taylor, that sounds a lot like the purpose. It's like, no. Let's go back to that analogy of a parent um, getting upset and yelling. The purpose is to, to get the person to listen and gain compliance, right? So that's the purpose of it. The payoff would be the actual compliance, the following through with the task that you were requesting, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, let's say the chores are done and the house is neat and tidy and, uh, you know, there's a good feeling surrounding that. And so, yeah, no wonder we want to kind of keep our spaces you know, tidy and clean and and organized because there's a sense of peace that comes with that. So we're striving to get that. And so sometimes that's the payoff of the anger. Well, if I get angry, then I get these things. But it's an ironic process because, yeah, you might get that thing thinking that you're going to have the peace, you know, it's a clean home or whatever, right? You feel like you'll have the peace, but ironically, you don't because in the way, because of the way in which you got that thing, right? Which was through anger. So past purpose pattern payoff. Really, really start to examine those things um, because we cannot change what we don't acknowledge. So we have to start to recognize that um, these, this overall how our anger shows up in our life and and in, in turn, how does that make us show up in the lives of those specifically that we love, right? Our friends, our family, our children, our spouse, you know. <clears throat> and so the next part that I want to touch on is the universal truths of anger. Now, we talked about how anger might show up in your life and how you can figure that out. But there's two universal truths to anger. The first is there are always consequences to acting out in anger. There will always be 100% of the time a consequence to acting out in anger. So if we can keep that on the forefront of our mind, then we're going to be a little slower to anger. Does that make sense? Because we'll be, we'll be knowing hey, this doesn't end well. When I get to a certain point in anger, it doesn't end well. And just that level of awareness helps us manage the anger and keep it on the low levels, the frustrations, the irritations, um, the annoyances, right? You'll start to implement changes in your behavior at that level to where it won't escalate to anger um, and being enraged, you know? so. Keep that universal truth in the back corners of your mind, or if anger is something that you significantly struggle with, then keep that on the forefront of your mind that, yeah, anger has its consequences. And the second universal truth of anger is we can control it. We can control our anger. And one of those ways to start that is by start. Uh, changing that conversation in your head, the way that you frame it. I hear this a lot in uh, the line of work that I'm in. Oh, he made me so angry. Or, oh my gosh, she makes me so angry. 
or oh my my kids make me so angry in those moments we are kind of taking on the stance of i'm the victim of this other person right and so then we feel justified in our anger well i'm angry because they did that so we need to start shifting and reframing that to i am angered by these things now we're taking power we're claiming power over our anger because if it's up to someone else it's out of our control right well it's up to them whether or not i'm angry because they're the one that makes me angry no just recognize that those behaviors that you get um angered by in other people just start asking yourself you know let's say it's a child and they're complaining about something anything they're complaining and you get angry about that um, let's say then you go to work and you have a coworker that constantly complains about just life or work and how bad it sucks. So are you going to be just as annoyed with that complaining? Probably. So it's not necessarily the person so much as it is the behavior that you are upset, bothered, annoyed, angered by, right? So When we reframe it in our minds to, I am angered by these things, it's so much easier to take control over that because you're empowered. Because then the first truth will kick back in. Yeah, there are, there are consequences to my anger, you know? So, right. And then you'll start to intervene at earlier stages. So really, um, I just wanted to quickly, you know, cover those, the four P's of anger past, purpose, pattern, payoff, and the universal truths, consequences to my anger. But more importantly, I can control my anger. Because if it was caused by someone else, then supposedly that's their anger being transferred onto you, right? And that just isn't the case. We are annoyed and angered by certain behaviors. And as we recognize what they are, we will better equip our ability to manage those emotions when those situations present themselves, because you just learn more about yourself, right? And how you interact and show up in the world. But I do want to just kind of end on um, this final note that anger is a natural part of life. We will experience it. And so oftentimes, too many people try to avoid being angry. And all that does is really build the pressure. You know, the pressure builds up, builds up, builds up until you snap over something small, you know. And so oftentimes when we finally reach that breaking point, the thing that we were breaking over isn't actually the thing that we're mad about, you know. So so really take some time to understand that anger is a natural part of life. And so rather than trying to avoid it, You know, it's more of like accepting, okay, I get that I will be angry at times, right? Accept that you're going to be angry rather than try to avoid it. That way you can be a little more cognizant and aware of how you're going to manage it, right? It's like, okay, if I'm going to experience it, how do I want to handle it, right? And now you're formulating an anger management plan. You know, this is how I'm going to manage my anger rather than sit here and try to convince myself that I shouldn't be angry over these things or that I should not be annoyed by these things. It's like, no, it's okay to be annoyed and angered by things. It's 
not okay, though, to act out in anger, right? So the emotion itself is valid, but our behaviors, most, you know, not all behaviors within anger are okay or appropriate. Now, as you implement some of these other skills, um, maybe that's retreating and thinking things over, changing the conversation with yourself, um, adjusting expectations. Um, yeah, you know, there's a handful of things that you can do to intervene on that anger and start changing the path to where we, again, we keep it low level. And eventually we reach the point where we can self-soothe physiologically before our anger gets out of control. And so the byproduct and the end result of that is not only are you handling situations better, but your, your relationships improve, right? Because now you're building trust within those relationships. And so you're getting more out of those relationships. They're more fulfilling um, and they grow. And because they're more fulfilling, overall, your life satisfaction will begin to become significantly better. So I hope some of these insights and things have helped. Um, and if any of this resonated with you, hopefully take some time, you know, write that down. Here's the past purpose pattern of and payoff of my anger. Write down the universal truths. And then, you know, writing it down will create a lot of insight in how you're showing up. But more importantly, it will create a lot of insight to how to address the problem. So I invite you to write it down. If any of this did resonate with you um, and maybe it keyed, uh, triggered some names of people that potentially could benefit from it, please, please go ahead and, and share this with them. The sole purpose of this is trying to help people, right? Navigate these messy parts of life um, so we can not only bless our mess, but really increase our life satisfaction. So give us a follow. Give us a rate on the show. You can also follow uh, me on Instagram is where I'm most active, which is tailored.therapy. Um, and so connect with me there. And you can also send me messages over Instagram if there are certain topics and things that you would like myself uh, and, and Kelly to discuss. So again, life gets messy. I know it. And I appreciate you tuning in. So together we can bless our mess and we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a good day. Thank you.